This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 640 Sex Fix. Talk dirty to me, please. Sex Fix brought to you by our friends at Our Equipment. If you're looking for a top-ranked hoe, Our Equipment Dodgeville's got your back, yo. Uh, you can check out the entire series of Yanmar hoes. Just go to Our Equipment, the letter Equipment.com. Check out the whole Yanmar series or call the Barrier Deep experts, 608-935-9355. Boom! All right. Let's uh, meet... I got uh, Jessica here. Make sure paperwork's in order. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Well, I think I'll just say it outright. I'm calling to find out how do you ladies win the anal war? If that's something I can ask. The anal I'm war. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was engaged in warfare. What's going on? <laughs> so, I, I guess my question is, in the, in the case of this sexual act, when you've been honest from the beginning, right? Like, with my husband, when we married, and obviously before we married, we talked about everything. Everything from our past relationships, um, you know, what was on the docket physically, what was off the docket, and when you're dating someone leading up to marriage, I think it's obvious and pretty clear what you're willing to do and what you're not, right? And um, I don't know why getting married would seem like some sort of free pass towards your, you know what? But I guess it's a free pass to your AWS, okay, to pound town. I don't know. That's what guys think. Is this a real thing or just my husband? I don't. I, I realize that that. It could be just him specifically, and maybe no one else has this problem. But for me, this has been the most stressful situation. Like, it's an, it's an everyday oh, issue. It's oh. like, it, it's become, since I, it's off the table, it's become something that has to be on the table, apparently. You can't even, like, so, like you drop a pen at your house. You can't even bend over to pick it up. <laughs> yes. You have to, like, drop to your knees. <laughs> Well, yeah, essentially. I mean, he's hounding me every day. So, yeah. Yeah. And Dude, he's targeting your b-hole like NASA targeted that asteroid, asteroid. yesterday. He's, he's coming Putting in. Putting the A-double-S in asteroid. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've got to tell you, we're, we're six months into our marriage. Uh-huh. And, again, we've talked about everything in past relationships. I told him out. I tried it once. Oh, and yeah. It nearly killed me. Yep. You know, and it's just not something it that. um killed you. I'm willing to do again, and I don't know if the, he thinks, "Oh, you wouldn't do that for your husband." Like I don't know. I so that's where I'm at with it, and I want to know. Might have killed her. That could have been a forearm. I mean, that sounds killed her. Like Jesus something Christ, else was going what the on. What's going on, dude? <laughs> God damn. Uh, we we always recommend the old thing. It's like you first, you creep. You first, and girlfriend, yeah. girlfriend to girlfriend. I'm going to be as gentle as possible. Put it in your butt. Put it in the butt. So, so you want me to say to him, you first? Yeah, and then you put it in his butt. Right. This isn't okay. rocket science. It's asteroid science. A-double-S-T-R-O-I-D. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kidding. Okay, I could try that tactic. Yeah, he's doing the I old uh, bait and switch. That's <laughs> that's uh, the old bait and switch ain't uncommon. We've been. It's very dishonest. And very unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's a caveman. I don't know what to tell you. He's not. He and won't. is it still a thing? This. Well, we, we always say we always say that whatever your sex life was before the person you're with is none of their damn business. That's why we always say don't even talk about. It. You never talk about how many people you've had sex with. No, it's it's the death sentence. It never turns out good. No, it's horrible. You know, then Mostly it's because we're whores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we. But is it still a thing? Like, because you married it, you want to claim it, like in all its facets, literally. Is that is that what it is? Is it is it I, the marriage thing, or is it? I'd say the, like like you're up at the uh, taking your wedding. I take you, Biatch. Also assuming you're a whore to be my lawfully wedded wedded wife. See if we said it up front and we heard yeah. ourselves say it, 
We could get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One would promise to honor and obey and let me all up in that 12-point stink style. A double S T R O I D. My butthole has some feelings. It's A S S T R. Oh, okay. Anyway, no, you are not unreasonable. It is none of his business. And have you already signed a a who just? We had a verbal contract that just broke it. It was in the news. Somebody had a verbal contract. There's no such thing as a verbal contract. No, it's true. There is no verbal contract. But uh, when you're in love, there has to be a, a, a halfway point, doesn't it? Well, I don't a know. A pathway? Yes. Yes. A pathway. A pathway. Well, not a pathway to that. It's to pound town. So, uh, uh, yeah, well, you were honest with him from the beginning. He needs to just drop it. Or let him do it and crap all over him. Let him do it wrong. And the first time he's got snit on his D, he's going to be like, oh, maybe this wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a easier, faster way to be embarrassed. Uh, what's a good word? Disregarded. Disrespected. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to stick to the rules, man. Really, you're allowed to have boundaries just because you're married doesn't mean you can't have boundaries. That's right. crazy, right? He's, cr- I would, uh, he sounds like a dick, yeah, yeah, that's hard to change. He, I just, okay. God, beating it to death, good God, you know, you try it, you know, you push the boundary a little bit, you test the force field, and uh, when you get bit, you back off, you deactivate the tractor beam, yep, yep. Okay. He knew all guys know what they're getting into when you say, I would rather not. Yes. <laughs> See if it changes okay. over. See if it changes over time. Maybe it'll maybe you'll change your mind. Maybe you'll get that okay. sh- that shower head up uh, under the chassis and yeah. oh. feel, a little, feel a little different about it. You know? So I'm gonna tell him to literally back off. Literally. Or dump it. Okay. Yeah, it's your boundaries. It's your body. It's your bee hole. Okay. We always have to tell people. We always have to go over the butthole ground rules. Yeah, it's your butthole. You do with it what you want, within reason. <laughs> I mean, you can't. What's that? What's that guy? What's that guy with the money that gives out little small money loans? It's your money. You spend it. No, what's he say? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Are you taking loans from the guy at the strip mall again? <laughs> oh, I have a lot of analogies that never reach a finish. It's really weird. It's just like hanging out there in the atmosphere. Hello? Hey, did she marry a Republican? Because they don't want women to have control of their own body. Oh, yeah. True. Just right It away. could be a diehard Republican in that. Could be. Could be. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. All right, fair enough. Hi, how's it going? It's your butthole. Use it when you want it. Yeah, that's what he says. It's your money. <laughs> oh, you use it. Butthole now. Yeah, it's your money. Oh, it's the general. Use it when you want Later, it. No, no, J.D. No. Wentworth. J.D. Wentworth. J.G. It's your butthole. Use it now you want to. <laughs> I always hear George Bush when I think of that guy. I sure, can see that. It's your butthole. Do it what you want. Your butthole stick, whatever you want. Uh-huh. Your butthole, you ain't got to stick anything in it. Oh, man. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? That's the noise it makes. Yep. Hello? Dude, she already said she tried it with somebody else. Yeah. But now it's her husband? Come on. Well, who's... Once- Oh, once? Oh, you're on his side. Well, she said it hurt. I mean, it's like wow. you know, I, I stuck my hand uh, in, into a fire once, and I didn't do it twice, you know? Start, start slow with one finger worker up to three. Okay. Oh, my. Sounds reasonable. Hello? Hey, uh, you got to tell her to smart, start small, Johnny. Maybe a pinky or a thumb, man. You can't be putting the whole Coke can in there at once. <laughs> Like a, it's like an earring. You got to gauge that out. If you want big holes in your ears, you got to gauge it out. You got to, right. you know, start All with right. a finger. That's a prudent approach. Thank you. That's healthy, healthier approach. 
Hello? 877-ASK-NOW. It's your butthole. Stick in it whatever you want. 877-ASK-NOW. A-double-S. A-double-S. <laughs> K-N-O-T. Ask-NOT. Do with it what you Come want. On. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. Look. Uh, it is 7 o'clock in the morning. Get out of there. You got to get out of there, man. No. Unless you're going to start slow. They just got married. Unless you're going to start slow. No, he sounds like a nut, though. Are you there? I'm here. He sounds like a nut. They just got married six months ago. No, my yeah. right. I already said though they talked about it before they got married. Yeah, so they, I know. The Charity laid the groundwork. I'm just giving her yeah, extra. I'm, I'm, I'm giving her extra credit for laying the uh, the ground rules down. But apparently, ground rules don't matter in holy matrimony. Right. Because that's, holy meant something else to him. What did you apparently. call? What did you call it again at the beginning of this call? What'd you call it? I, I called it. The, I don't know. I, the, A-double-S play or? No. Oh, the anal war. Yeah, it's been an anal war at my house. That's what I call it, and it has been. It's an everyday stressful situation. I thought high school kids were stressed out about that. I thought that was something on that docket, you know, sexually active kids. When you're 20. I didn't think this was an adult thing. Right, right, right. Uh, Well, that's the key there, and and then it becomes uh, unwanted and unwelcome, and then what territory are we getting into? Forbidden balloon nut. Jody Foster on a pool table. See what I'm saying? Mm, Jody Foster with a balloon nut. Well, much to think about. Uh, <laughs> is that movie in a? <laughs> is that movie in a hall pass with a Jennifer Aniston said, "Oh, lighten up, Jody Foster." <laughs> I'm on your side. I'm on your side because the next thing he's going to not take no for an answer, and then you're going to get your face shoved into a couch. That's all. He sounds like a douche, but you're the one who married him. Um, I don't know. You need to just tell him it's a boundary, and that's it, and he needs to let it go. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know this one would mean so much to someone, you know? It doesn't. It's a power thing now, and that's why, whatever. He sounds like he's got issues. You can't respect your partner's boundaries. You're a dick. That's all there is to it. Especially we were honest about it in the beginning. He sounds like a spoiled baby, a man baby. Dude, he is, uh, what's his name? (sighs) It's going to be irritating. Evan. Huh? Evan. Evan. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Anal Evan. Yeah. Anal is, uh, or uh, Evan is Russia, and uh, your b-hole is the Ukraine. And uh, he's, <laughs> oh, he's, he's not going to stop. He's going to call it. His tank's going to run out of gas. Gonna, hopefully. <laughs> He'll be stranded <laughs> and freezing to death. Uh, all right. Well, listen, good luck with the uh, anal war. Uh, Thank you. You, you, you are... You are fine. You've stated your case. You stick with it. You're a nice lady. Thank you. I'm a nice lady, and I'm not going to pound town married or not. So mm-hmm. thank you for confirming. I appreciate what, yes, that. Girl. What did you call it again? What would you call that? An anal war. It's what my marriage has become. Well, this is a first. I think you need the love and arms of a very nice washed-out lady DJ. You say washed out or bored out. Which which one did you say? Take your pick, dude. All right, all right. Uh, well, listen. Uh, good luck. And uh, what'd you call it again? Stop. In a war. Jesus Christ. Lovely. You are a you are a lady. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling. Good luck. Stick to your stick to your guns there. Thanks. Hey, it's her anal guns. <laughs> I think she just happens to be right. But that's me. And that's weird coming from me. Because I respect women. Well, we beat you into it, but yeah. I mean, look look at it this way. Look at it this way. Here's some simple logic. If you if you uh 
don't get it back here, you're not going to get it up here. You know what I'm saying? She's going to shut it all down, and then you don't get anything. Then you don't get any candy. Nothing gets squishy. So keep it righteous up here and let this be back here. And two shall never meet. Leave her butt all alone, man. Boom. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right, so we already covered that it's Morning Show Hosts Day. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, but it's also National Chocolate Milk Day. Yeah. National Corn Beef Hash Day. Uh, National Scarf Day. And. National Arby's Day. PC2. You and your Arby's. Uh, National No Excuse Day. You know what today is. It's National No Excuses Day. Today. No more excuses. No excuses. I repeat. No excuses. Excuses, excuses. No, no, no excuses. No more excuses. Excuses are like handkerchiefs. Everybody's got one. That's not how that goes. That's not even how the saying goes. This is a family show? Absolutely. Happy National No Excuses Day today. It's showtime. Uh, What's something you've been making an excuse for? Like maybe something you're procrastinating on, not taking care of, maybe you're... God, I'm just over here living a dream. Mm. Um... What have I? What have I? What have I put up? Well, uh, there are things, but they cost money. I don't want to bore people with that. Most of the things I put off is because I can't afford it. A yacht, helicopter, island. So your excuse is not having enough money, so to speak. Right. I mean, if you really want those things, you could steal them. Might be my fault. So. <laughs> See? Uh, don't do what I do. Don't start a 401k at 42 years old. That's not how life works. Uh, but I'm starting on that. So No island for me. What What about you? What do you got? Excuses? Yeah. Um, could probably mow the backyard. The front yard probably needs it now, now too. I'll give you a classic uh, case of something I put off forever, and I've just found excuse after excuse. I'll do it next week. I got, I got, I'm out of town, whatever. Colonoscopy. Here we go. I put that off for probably 10 years longer than I should. Mm-hmm. And when I went in, they found uh, an as- they found a few asteroids. Yeah. Yeah. A-double-S. So that one, uh, you got to get over and just go. Just once you start it, you feel better. You start drinking the, the, the fluid. Do you remember when we were at Whiskey Jack's and you were just shouting at random young people walking by about how they need to get their colonoscopies? I do. It was just last week. A couple weeks ago. No, I went down even when there's no game. Oh. And I, I yell at young people. Well, I think you could get credit. That's like a PSA that you're doing there, bud. Yep, yep. Sitting out on the patio with Whiskey Jacks and yeah. preaching the colonoscopy, man. I got a few takers. I mean, I got a couple of people that ran, but I had a few takers. Yeah. Oh, let me see. What have I been putting off? Oh, you know, like getting my Halloween decorations out and stuff, but I suppose it's not even October. Well, I thought you were talking about big life decisions. Just day-to-day anything. No, I mean, I don't really... There's not really much I can put off. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. Yep. You know? If it's on the list, it needs to get done. Uh, Okay, small. I've been putting off filling the hot tub. I'm going to do that today. No. Put that off for a couple of weeks. Always found something else to do, like, you know, watching Family Feud. Steve Harvey. Let's see. What are those? That's my, I have to-do lists. <laughs> what do you mean? They're, they're on, like... Uh... Yeah, I'm using scratch paper so that I don't have to ruin a tree. Weird. Why wouldn't I use scratch you got, paper? You've got 8,000 things there. Well, so these aren't all used. Up. Oh. Um. Yeah. I look at the to do list crushed, dude. What? Boom. What was what? on? What was on there? Um. It was just like organized basement, take out 
uh, bulk items, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That you forget because it's not stuff that you're seeing every day or whatever. That's the stuff I struggle with. Boom. Because then it's like, maintenance. oh, yeah, I was going to do it's that, like but ma- I forgot to do it. Maintenance. Got to make the time. It's like going to the dentist. Now I've been putting that off. I, I skipped. I didn't go to the dentist uh, last year. What? Uh, I didn't go to the dentist last year. They don't call you? Yeah, they called me a million times. Oh. But I blew it off. And uh, I was going to say, it was like my people be like, hey. I know. Like they, and I didn't even go in for a cleaning. They get just, you on your way out. I know. I just, like you'll get done with your cleaning and they're like, all right. Well, I didn't go back because I know I have to get a crown. And it. And it oh, well, but, putting that off should help. And that was a... <laughs> Don't. That'll make it a lot easier. I'm sorry. Are you a doctor? Yep. <laughs> really? You have a license? Listen to me. <laughs> Every one of your stupid health issues that you've had, and you've never listened to what I've told you off the bat, like your ringworm, right? Was my favorite. The shingles was the other thing. Right, right, right. It always gets bigger. You, you, know, you know what happens when I don't listen to you? Everything gets bigger and redder when, right. I, don't, when I don't listen I know. to you. And then eventually, <laughs> like like a month later, and, and you'll scal- do what I said. And scalier. Uh huh. I know. <laughs> my God, am I growing scales? I should have listened. You. At that time, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you, uh, here's a classic case of why you should never put anything off. When I had the shingles, uh, it popped out of my spine, you know, my like my mid-back there. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew something was going on. Uh, and I looked at it in the mirror and I could see it, but I thought it was poison ivy. Oh, I know. So I was putting, I was rubbing poison ivy cream on my shingles because I refused to believe I, w- I, I can get sick. You told me. Because I remember because, like, everybody was on vacation. Yeah, so right. I was working here and right. at Jams right. as Cherry. God. Yeah, buddy. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> you called me and you were like, oh, yeah, it's just, I got some poison ivy, I, but it's fine. I just went in the shower and I scraped it open and got some soap in there. And I was like, ah! you got to get the, you got to get the, you got to get the medicine in no! I let the dog lick it and everything. Oh, oh my god! It's a, it's faster. I just can't. No, because I was living in my old house, and I, you know, I, I, you know, me and poison ivy. I, I just look at it. And I know. I, and I get rash. And I thought, well, that's a weird place, but I probably touched it and it got on my sleeve. Then I got on my shirt. I got on my back. Uh, well, shing- I, who shing- thinks things. who thinks of shingles every time something bubbles up? Nobody. Do you have a lot of things bubbling up? <laughs> it never happens to me, so you know what? Shingles would probably be on you know, the list. You know, you look at your back, you got some spots bubbling up. Don't right. don't panic. One that's, of the main places where shingles shows up, right? Well, yeah, uh, you know, and I'm a great uh, spokesman now for the shingles. I would say, go get your shot at Walgreens <laughs> because you right. don't want to go through it. Uh, you don't want to go through it. And, and poison ivy, uh, uh, I- Ivarest, does not cure shingles. I can tell you that right I'm now. I'm shocked. It spreads it. <laughs> it actually, actually spreads it. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, man, health. It would probably be everybody's number one, don't you think? Right, yeah. It's a little more important than mowing the yard. I think the procrastinating, yeah. Well, the dentist, a lot of people procrastinate oh, on that. Oh, that's horrible. I know. And then Which it just, just I'm going. Worse. I know. I'm going. I'm going. i got to make my appointment. All right. Just the cleaning. See, I like my people. I don't mind going to see them every six months. I would just rather party than spend a thousand bucks at a crown. That's. Well, yeah. Nobody wants to spend the money on it. Well, if you, if you ignore your teeth, they'll go away. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Well, it's, Paul. Easier to eat, it's easier to get them clean than it is to repair them. Uh, yep. Nobody. Sure. Or right. replace them. Yep. I have been uh, moved to action here this morning. Right, I good. appreciate it. Maybe I can get us a two for one in there with Dr. Jana. How's your I got dentist? my own lady. Your lady good? Oh, yeah. She's got small hands and she's very gentle. My dentist is the only one that talks more than I do. I can't get a word in edgewise. I actually admire that. Yeah. Of course, I've got a tool and a fist in my mouth. but It doesn't stop them from talking to me, and then I'm all like, and they know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Kind of like your mom knows what I'm saying when I get a mouthful of her. Hello. That's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Paul, what have you been putting off? Uh, I try not to put off anything. Yeah. I do go to the doctor and get my numbers run once a year. Um, 
and I go to the dentist probably three times a year. Whoa, that is. I just have a high tendency yeah. um, for for buildup. I mean, I do what I got to do to keep them clean, but by going to the dentist as often as I do, I haven't had any repairs in what about your forever. Uh, what about your butthole? It's good. Have you had it? Have you had it? <laughs> Any, have you had it, anybody look up your chassis lately? You get your uh, prostate and all that? Uh, yeah, that's well, all great. My numbers right, there are good. outstanding. Good, so good. I want to keep you healthy and alive. Well, it is one of those things. You yes, know, it is. You, you, get to, you get to the magic age where stuff starts falling apart. You just want to keep closer tabs on it. Shingles. Let me tell you two words that will dominate you in your 40s. Shingles, polyps. Two, the two big ones in cavities. The three big ones. Ringworm. Ringworm. <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're lucky, a little ringworm. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't had a cavity since I was like in my early twenties. Well, that's yeah. cool. And it's good maintenance. Never had ringworm. That's good maintenance, buddy. There you go. And um, shingles. I got. I get my shots. Uh, listen, blue emu for the <laughs> for the ringworm. No. Yeah, no, it does. It works. Oh, I used it. You had to go to the doctor and get a different thing. Well, I know, but the yeah, emu... Thought, no, it didn't work because it... It, it, it kept it in check. No, it didn't. It, it, you had it for like three and a half weeks before you finally... You didn't even have to go to the doctor. All you had to do was go to the pharmacy and tell them that you had a ringworm, and they would have showed you eight different freaking antifungal creams you could get. Oh. No! I thought an occasional shot of tequila took care of it. Maybe. Maybe? Ever had a red rooster? I have a... No, that's a red rooster. That's when you have a shot of uh, tequila and then a shot of tomato juice right oh, okay. after it. I have uh, various creams in my suitcase. <laughs> Briefcase, case something. I don't, I don't want to know what he does with those. <laughs> Paul, Paul, pick a hand. Right or left hand. That's what I was afraid of. Right or left hand. That's what I was afraid of. Listen, listen. If you're nice to me, I'll rub it on where it hurts. Come on. Well. Come on, buddy. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (sighs) Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Um, Now, let's talk about dogs. Hmm. Um, Now, I know Shadow passed a while ago. Mm -hmm. Still sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was there ever any problems with... um, Going potty in the house at all or no? Uh, well, towards the end there, you get a little dribbly. But no, uh, no, for the most part, he was great. He'd go to the door. He was great. Okay. Yeah. Very smart dog. Yes. I have the worst story about a dog ever. Um, a 51-year-old woman in the UK named Amanda Gomo spent three days in the hospital after a dog pooped on her face while she was sleeping. She lay down for a nap with her chihuahua, mm. named Belle. And in the middle of it, Belle had a bout of explosive diarrhea. <laughs> where, which, where, I wonder. <laughs> which got into Amanda's mouth. No! Well, as you can imagine, it made her violently ill, right? Breakfast in bed, but this is ridiculous. She started having stomach cramps, and she got severely dehydrated from all the puking. Turns out the dog had a stomach bug and passed it on to her, so she ended up going to the hospital in a frigging ambulance two days later. So when you and I go to a bar and get snit-faced... That's something entirely different. Totally different. Okay, just check it. She had to spend three days in the hospital recovering. Wow. Now, if this was in America, that would probably drive her into bankruptcy, but uh, she had national the national health care system. So mm-hmm. uh, her and her dog are both okay now. Amanda says all is forgiven. She just might not let Belle sleep so close to her face anymore. <laughs> do you think? You know, how do these stories, I'm always fascinated how these stories even get out. I mean, it's not kind of a story you want to keep private. Instead of everybody knows the dog took a crap in my mouth. How does that get out? Maybe it's just a warning. Oh, I see what you're saying. Warning about dog crapping yep. in your mouth. All right, 
Um, 71% of pet owners regularly put their pet's needs in front of their own. Oh, yeah. 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 So, which? She should rename the dog Pinched Loaf. It wasn't even loaf, it was liquid. Yeah, right. Hot chocolate. So nasty. Uh, there was a guy, uh, I just read, they're suing an Airbnb. I can't remember where it was. He died. He got in a hot tub for five minutes, and there was some airborne bacteria that got in his lungs, and it killed him. Legionnaires? I don't know, but uh, they're suing the Airbnb for a couple of million dollars. He, they got home, and he died. Yeah. It's a hell of a vacation. I always salute a Legionnaire when he goes by. Let me see. Uh, hot tub, Airbnb. Yeah, because remember the freaking uh, the Playboy Mansion had yeah. the Legionnaires. Yeah, big time. Oh my God, one point three million. Oh, okay. Oh, New Zealand. The New Zealand. That's where it was. He got home and his body just shut down. Got in his lungs. Legionnaires. Was it really Legionnaires? <clears throat> I'm a doctor. How? <laughs> you got a rash? Come see me. Do that again. Lean back in your chair and open your mouth. I'm going to poop in it. Go ahead. Try it. See how you like it, lady. You can't move that fast. True that. <laughs> <laughs> not, with it, not with this knee. So, yeah, 1.3 million. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Yeah, he didn't last long, did he? I mean... I was shocked at how fast he went. She's been engaged in a six-year-long legal battle with Airbnb. Oh, oh okay, I didn't get all my facts. Six-year battle? Mm-hmm. And then why is it back in the news then? Why? the hot tub in the rental home was contaminated with bacteria. Uh, Paul only went to the hot tub once. Uh, it's rare that someone contracts Legionnaire's de- disease right. at home. right. Public places like hotels, spas, and, and hospitals can be hot spots for the bacteria to grow if proper sanitation is not enforced. In addition to hot tubs, humidifiers, air conditioners, and old showers could also harbor Legionella bacteria. Oh. Uh, medical professionals determined he died as a result of that pneumonia. Um, Why is it in the news again? I don't know. Okay. Um, Just curious. Just curiosity. Uh, Killed the cat. <clears throat> I don't, yeah. I don't know. Man, our neighbors have a, a great Dane. Can you imagine if that thing took a crap in your mouth while you were trying to sleep? Thank God it was a Chihuahua or a Shih Tzu. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, it was a Chihuahua, yeah. A chihuahua. Your mouth would have to be pretty open if it's a solid nug. True. It sounds like, you know, so she was probably like laying there. Like, yeah, lightly snoring. Right, right on her face. Like, right, right on her face. Because we, I used to let the cat sleep right on my neck. Old Hercules and yeah. Aspen, they'd sleep on right on my neck. My God, they never had diarrhea. Yeah. Ah, diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Okay, that is so. enough of that. Hello. Yeah. Speaking of those hot tubs, can you imagine how many wads are floating around in those things? Dude, uh, oh, hot so many wads. Well, you know, I have a theory that, uh, you know, when you go in the lazy river, diarrhea, semen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, spit. But, but you, you were talking about the Playboy Mansion one. I mean, can you just imagine? Oh, dude. Yeah, I've had, I've had we've had, we've had a, a, a mutual program director that used to go to the Playboy Mansion all the time. Did you know this? His name yeah, was, I think I think you mentioned it one time. His name yeah, was, was Glenn. He would go, he would go to the, the Playboy Mansion all the time. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, what you, he, you know, women just they get in that hot they get pregnant right away. There's so much stuff floating around. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Which is weird because there was only a great Dane in the pool at the time, so I'm not sure what was happening, but I know Hugh was into that. Stop it. Isn't it amazing how the the Playboy brand and the and the the mystery and the, the romance has just been scorched earth on the playboy empire after the series came out well yeah i mean it was a pile of crap who'd have thought whatever you thought was going on out there was one billion times worse than your imagination could ever imagine Mm -hmm. incredible where are the bodies what seriously 
Where are the bodies of the people that washed out? Where do they where they put them? Where they take them? I don't know, dude. I didn't watch the series. I don't need to. I know he's a pile of crap. Hello, Doctor John. Yes, house calls. <laughs> Straight up. How can you talk about shingles? It's like a week ago. I felt like I'm about your age. Felt like it was broken out with zits. I was like, what the hell's going on with me? Oh, dude. My haircut lady just told me last night. He's like, dude, you got shingles. So how long did it? How long did you have them? Six months before it all went away. No way. No. Yeah. Now, are you sure? Where is it? Is it on the back of your neck or your ear? Got it on his head. Your head. Started on the back of the neck. Now it's all down the back. Sure. Sure. Are uh, well, you missed your window to go get your anti-shingle pill. You got to take it in forty within what forty eight seventy two hours for it to work. And then uh, is it growing? The shingles, right? Yes. <laughs> no, it. <laughs> you no, know, no, that's not. And I hope the shingles don't make it there either. But yes, it's starting to spread. Oh work. no, dude! Are you stressed out or what? Uh, what are you going through? Something right now? No, she told me I couldn't drink no more now because oh, I got shingles. Oh, what? Well. A lot of it's uh, adult stress, but kids can get it too. Well, I, I, boy, buddy, I feel for you. I mean, you're in for a long, painful ride. Yeah. Um, and and keep something handy to soak up the pus because they'll they'll ooze, and all you can do is cover it up. And uh, boy, in your neck, it. Oof. Okay, send me a bill. Thank well, at least it's easy to get to. It's easy to, uh, to get to on your neck. I mean, it's kind of hard to when it's coming out your spine to deal with it. You got to have somebody help you, but. Okay. Well, it uh, feels more better. Somehow. Well, I hope I, I hope it all works out. Sorry, it couldn't be more positive. But uh, okay, say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> I've never diagnosed shingles on the radio, but uh, it's always a first. Good. <laughs> Got a problem? Hey. Got a rash? Give me a call. Don't. Don't. Whatever he tells you to do, do the opposite. <laughs> Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. Uh, people say it's a good idea to live without regrets. But if someone asks you how many wrong decisions you've made in your life. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this morning? Oh, boy. I didn't need two uh, quick trip glazers, I can tell you that. Okay, we're talking more major. Oh. So major wrong decisions. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Like my first marriage. Not my first marriage, just in general. Yeah, people's, the people's marriage. The royal people. Yes. Um, so according to new research, mm. the average American estimates that they've made four wrong major decisions in their lives. Mm. 31% say they've made more and they're all on radio. <laughs> 71% say they wish they had more guidance when it came to making large life decisions. But I, yeah, I mean, I'll argue that making mistakes is all part of life, right? And learning and whatever. What is the most major decision you'll ever make in your life that you got to get right? For me, it's breakfast. Do I have a bagel? Do I have a dunker? Do I have a kind bar? Do I make that waffle? It's all good. Major life decisions. Um, Kids? I don't know. It's hard for me to say that I regret any major life decision because... I wouldn't be where I am mentally, emotionally, all that if it wasn't for everything, right? So, I don't know. Big life decision around uh, this planet lately is, are you a boy or a girl? Got that going on. But I, I, uh, big life decisions. Well, they're all in the rearview mirror now. But the, but you got to remember they all get you to where you are. I mean, if you're happy, uh, I just look back and I I guffaw mm-hmm. at my stupid decision. Sometimes some t- I wish it w- I would have not waited as long to do stuff. Sometimes those are the only decision you have is the decision in front of you to be made. So lack right. of lack of options also guide decisions. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I had a couple of jobs on hold before I took Madison before I came here. Yeah. And graced you all with incredible broadcast skills. Oh. Jesus. Backed up there for a minute. Yeah. But you need a maneuver of some kind? <laughs> I really only know one, so. Really? What's what that? Heimlich's going to have to do. 
Uh, <clears throat> what was I saying? I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, sometimes uh, just go with your gut is always a good indicator. Uh, 54% of people say they turn to their friends and family for yeah. advice when making major decisions. Well, when, yeah. When you're young, it's easier because you're pretty bulletproof, you know? Right. Unless you live in Chicago. <laughs> But anyways, Jesus, uh, dude. sometimes you just roll. Transsexuals and gang violence. What else do you want to go after this break? I, I've, I've hit everything on my checklist. Okay. Is that the regrets checklist? You got, <laughs> want to talk about abortion while we're here, uh, too? Or? Come on, man. I'm just trying to keep it light. Um, 40% do their own research, usually online. 28% will seek out industry professionals. 26% will read informational books. Um, it kind of depend of on all the, that. It kind of depend on the type of personal personality you are, whether you uh, whether you're a type A, you know, you like a challenge, you like the unknown. I mean, you know, when I was single in 20, all I wanted to do was travel. I didn't care whether I worked. See, you and I were different in radio. Yeah. You were you uh what's a good way to put this? <laughs> Carefully. All I cared about was being on the air. I don't care if it was country, rock, top 40. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get good at being on the radio, Yeah, which I still haven't done. You were more concerned about... I didn't even want to be on the radio. Okay, fair enough. You were I, more concerned about your place in radio. No, well... Or the music. I didn't even want to be there. I didn't... That wasn't my, my destination um, occupation. So then ending up on the radio, yeah, because I just took it as an internship for promotional stuff. Mm. And then... Because you were a film, filmy person, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And then I got thrown on the radio and the rest is history. I got this gift of gab. Turns out this yeah. thing works. Turns out. Yeah, so, so you're, you're a good mouthpiece for many, many causes. Oh, I think so. That's whatever. Uh, yeah, I didn't... You're a little lippy. Mm-hmm. Where was I? Where was I on my big decision list? I'll be over. I'll be over here. Shut up. Uh, oh no! I don't. You know, I go. I look back, and I, I don't have any regrets. I mean, you know, I could have done it better. I could have. But you know, you just do good at where you are, and and good things will come out of it. I believe that. Well, and sometimes Just try too, try your hardest. It's like being in the third grade. Try your hardest. Seriously. Okay. Um, well, and then you know you make choices in your youth that fast forward twenty years, you're like, oh, well, if I would have known what I know now, sure, sure, right, absolutely, would have had a different decision. So I just don't know. I think labeling it as a wrong, a wrong major decision. I don't. No, I mean even whatever crappy relationship. Yeah, you get to see some that's things, fine. and then you find yourself, and then right. you find out who you really are, and that's what it's, that's the search, right? About totally about your true self. Totally, but like I said, my only regrets for any of the things is is like sometimes like I waited too long. Yeah, I should have done it sooner. Da 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 da. All these things. Um, any any. Any regret is just the search for your true self. I mean, that's that's why we move on. That's, right. You know, that's the journey, right? I guess so. <clears throat> you know it ain't right, and you trust your instincts, and you sometimes you're pushed in a different direction, but, you know, hey, man, stay positive. Right. I mean, that's even like, you know. I the tiger, baby. That's right. Exactly. Even when things happen to people and they're like, oh, my God, it's so terrible. This is you know, like I was thinking about people that like lose their job yeah, yeah. or whatever. But then if you fast forward, you know, one, two, three years, oftentimes those same people will be like losing that job was the best thing that ever happened yeah, to me. Yeah. Hearing all the time. Right. Totally. So it's just so. I Especially now. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out there with with people quiet quitting. Right. <laughs> right. It hit me with a two by four if I ever say that again. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, it's bizarre, man. You get out of it. Uh, God, I sound like a cliche machine, but it's all true. You get out of it what you put into it. It's so true. It's true. It's that way with anything. Your golf game, your work game, your love game. Yeah. Um. So some of the toughest decisions that people okay here we go had to make investing. Oh, okay. Well, we all wish we would have done that sooner. <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, hello. Purchasing a new home. 
making a career change. You want to hear something really funny? Uh, I knew a guy that uh, was mining Bitcoin when Bitcoin was like $6. And I saw all these computers in his garage and uh, felt very illegal. <laughs> He's like, dude, you got to get in on this. <laughs> like, am I being filmed right now? <laughs> this is the last place I want to be. Uh, anyways, there you go. Missed out on that one. We thought uploading to the cloud Hello? was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Do you have a nickname? <laughs> uh, I do. I can't say them on the air, though. What's yours? I don't know. Assume it's the C word. <laughs> it's mine. I don't uh, even care. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't. Th- Do I have a nickname? I don't think I have a nickname. No. I, now I want a nickname. Like Dinger, I think, is the closest, oh, yeah. you know. Dinger, Dinger seems to work for some reason. I don't. That was from when you you said that your mail came in, but it was all one letter off. Yeah. And so we started calling you Mr. Dinger. <laughs> Good grief. Go and- with a poor name like Johnny Bone. Yeah. Something. No, I don't have a nickname. Uh, well, a 43-year-old woman in Texas named Christy Henshaw goes by the nickname Grumpy. Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last Wednesday, she met up with her husband at the local Goodwill. Uh, they were meeting so Grumpy could give him his truck back. But that didn't happen. Instead, Grumpy showed up drunky at the Goodwill. And refused to give him his truck back. Then she threatened to light the truck's gas tank on fire. At the Goodwill. Fantastic. The husband was holding the driver's side door open when Grumpy, still inside, pulled an open pocket knife and stabbed him on his left side. No kidding. Grumpy was drunky and stabby. She was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. The husband's going to be fine. Did he get the truck back? Unbelievable. Oh, she looked grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Yeah, grumpy and That's as good as that uh, Chuck E. Cheese story yesterday. No, that, that Chuck E. Cheese story, yeah. we, we peaked, dude. That was pretty good. It's like a, that the, everything. Everybody had this, a shot at the gun, and then a crazy driver ran into the front of the Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Like, the the what's that, the soupy sales song or whatever the hell it is? That totally could have been playing in the background. Right, right. Use security footage. What's up with the weird random dude running into the? Chuck I don't know. They so haven't. Strange. Nobody's. Uh, he was not connected to the crime. <laughs> uh, I d- don't know. I mean, how he's many just, Chuck E. Cheese workers quit that day? Like, <laughs> the story's fine as it is, dude. Calm down over there. <laughs> right. Pretty crazy. Oh man. So uh, there you go. You Look out this, for uh, Grumpy. See this dude that was. Uh, where'd this go? They. Uh, Man caught peeing on his wife's ex-wife's grave every morning after a 48-year grudge. Oh, my God. A family used secret cameras to find the person who'd been defecating and urinating on their mother's grave. Uh, They went back and looked at the footage. It was her ex-husband. She died from cancer at age 66 in 2017, uh, buried at the Tappan Reformed Church in Orangetown, New York. Feces and urine was found at her headstone every morning. So they decided to use uh, cameras to find out who was uh, leaving the dookie. And uh, they their footage every morning saw a guy walking over the headstone and urinating on it, as was described as a normal routine. The family identified the man as Linda's ex-husband, who she was briefly uh, uh, married to but divorced in 74, not had contact with him since 76. That's a long time to be That's a pissy. 48-year grudge uh, after their legal separation and five years after her death. <clears throat> and um, he was pooing and peeing on our mother's tombstone as it was a normal routine. We have months of evidence. It's been reported to the police and uh, the news outlets. No one's had uh, family uh, contact with him since 76. Uh, 
they got uh, permission to use the hidden cameras from the church. Uh, the family also found the New Jersey man's w- current wife usually accompanying him on his morning trips to the to the grave to poo on it. It's uh, believed the breakdown of Linda's first marriage due to the fallout when she became pregnant and the man didn't want responsibility for the child. Jesus. Uh, the video is recorded. Uh, Michael is hoping to take the complaint to a judge as uh, desecration is only a crime if damages are in excess of 250 bucks. He believes we've surpassed that after paying a hazmat, a hazmat company to remove all our decorations that are soaked in poo. <laughs> wow. See, now I thought it was going to be like he loved her so much he brought flowers every day. No, no, he was on the he was uh he was on the he was on the poo train, dude. Jesus. At 40, that is some perseverance. That ought to be inspiring to you. I can't believe that dude's still alive carrying around a grudge like that. No kidding, dude. You think it would have ate him alive? That's right. I know because I swear to God, resentment will eat you alive. Honey, we going to go to the gym today in the farmer's market? Sure. As soon as I poop on Linda's grave again. (laughs) You know, you think you'd go there and do it once and and you'd be like, there you go, Linda. Take that, you dead bitch. I I got my desserts. And then... You could live with it. You dead bitch. <laughs> well, he's already, he's clearly <laughs> unstable. God, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, a dead person that, that controls your life like that? I got stuff to do. I don't even let living people control that my life that much. <laughs> no kidding. Are you kidding me? No kidding. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, like a one-off. I mean, if it's somebody that really did you, did you wrong, song. But I mean, good God, dude! Every day, <laughs> hmm, smells like me. I think I, I know where it is. And you need some therapy. Just leave a leave a. Uh, I don't know. Um, take a piece of dookie and uh, bronze it or something, and then bury it. When nobody's looking, and now you'll always have a piece of poo. Yeah. And then you can get on with your life, buddy. Oh, man. I can't even. I mean, unless someone, like, you know, injured my child. Sure, sure, sure. But even then, I would still have, like, therapy does wonders. (laughs) And you have to forgive people. Yep, yep. You can't just be mad like that for the joy sucker. Do what I do. Go to cemeteries and make love. Yeah. It's not for Dookie. We all need to not for screw in a cemetery. It's not for Dookie. It's for Nookie. And Bob Ross Day and get laid in a cemetery. Yeah, man. buddy. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.